Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua, and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angel Nablah, and, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the three caballeros standing next to the Tropical Import Store in Adventureland. In the background, you can see the Adventureland Bazaar. On the back, it reads, The three caballeros in Adventureland. The three caballeros entertain visitors to Adventureland near the Tropical Import Shop at the Jungle Cruise entrance. It's postmarked September 1st, 1980, with an Anaheim cancel and a 15-cent Emily Bissell Crusader Against Tuberculosis postage stamp, Scott number 1823. I assume they visit the park on Sunday, August 31st, 1980, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 77 and a low of 61. It's addressed to a Pepsi Young of La Mirada, California. It reads, Hi, hope you have fun here today. Picking up from episode 194, sent with Roland, and episode 196, sent with Yale Gracie, after the Haunted Mansion was completed, Yale and Rolly worked on fixing and enhancing Disneyland's lights. Rolly worked on Adventureland and Frontierland. He was used to refurbishing Disneyland. In his memoir, It's Kind of a Cute Story, he mentions fixing the Adventureland Bazaar. As I've mentioned in episodes 125, sent from here and there, and episode 157, sent over the Pacific, the individual shops in the Adventureland Bazaar were independently owned and operated. The independent stores were leased from 1955, and the leasing ran out in 1960. Raleigh Crump was called to work on the Bazaar in 1961. He was given access to the Disneyland Boneyard, which was filled with extra material not used for the park, or items in the park which had been replaced. One particular item that he used was a ticket booth, which was tossed aside because of damage. Raleigh took the ticket booth fixed it, and rethemed it for a cash register spot in the bazaar. Some of the other great finds in the boneyard included ornate molded wooden Victorian columns, like what you'd see holding up an awning. He painted them to fit in with the theme and used them around the entrance to the changing rooms. On a recent trip to the park, I popped into the bazaar to look at the details. Although they may not be the exact columns Raleigh used, the design concept is still present in the bazaar. In the early 70s, he was brought in to adapt the Disneyland Fantasyland attractions, specifically Mr. Toad for the Florida Project. After the opening of Walt Disney World, Raleigh stepped away from Imagineering to work on other projects. Marty Sklar contacted Raleigh to come back to Imagineering and work with John Hench and others on Epcot. After Epcot opened, Raleigh left, only to be called back in the early 90s to work on Epcot again. 
first refreshing the land pavilion which he had worked on for Epcot's opening, and redesigning Communicore and other new attractions like Kitchen Cabaret. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the facade for It's a Small World. The grand clock is about to tell the time, so you can see the toy soldier drummers and the parade of children at the base of the clock. On the back it reads, It's a Small World. Children of the world parade gaily to the chimes of the happiest, most imaginative timepiece ever created. It's time for a delightful cruise to the shores of neighboring lands as Bank of America presents It's a Small World. It's postmarked August 20th, 1968 with a San Juan Capistrano cancel and a five-cent bluish-gray George Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1213. I assume they visit the park on Sunday, August 18th, 1968, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 80 and a low of 59. It's addressed to a Mrs. Roy G. Hill of Reading, Pennsylvania. It reads, Monday, 8-1968. Hi, Anne. Disneyland was fabulous. We spent 14 and a half hours there today. We are staying in Hollywood, went on a tour of Universal Studios today. Fun. Guess we'll come home August 27th. We're going to cross the border to Tijuana tomorrow. Diane Boyd sends love. Love, Sadie. Raleigh also worked outside of Disneyland. A high school friend of his contacted Raleigh to do some designs for his music shop. Raleigh designed covers for manuscript paper and packaging for guitar strings. His designs for Ernie Ball are still used today. When he wasn't working for Imagineering, Rolly consulted or designed attractions and themed areas for Knott's Berry Farm, Wet n' Wild, Circus World, and many others. He created his own design firm, the Mariposa Group, and worked on projects for shopping malls, restaurants, and casinos. He has part of the crypt dedicated to him next to Paul Freese, Ken Anderson, and Blaine Gibson at the Haunted Mansion in Florida, which reads, While Brother Roland here reposes, his soul's above, one supposes. Rolly was made a Disney legend in 2004, and in 2009, he was honored with a Main Street window next to the Fargo's Palm Reader sign. Fargo was Raleigh's middle name. The window reads, Fargo's Palm Parlor, predictions that will haunt you, bizarre, whimsical, and weird, designs to die for, Roland F. Crump, assistant to the Palm Reader. I love the detail in history on this window. There are three tarot cards with images which highlight Raleigh's work at the park. The first one has a tiki image referencing the Enchanted Tiki Room, and the work he did on the Tiki Gods for the pre-show. The second card is a concept art for the Tower of the Four Winds, which he designed for It's a Small World when it debuted at the 1964 World's Fair. The third card has a coffin clock, similar to the model clock Raleigh showed Walt and Disneyland ambassador Julie Reams during the Disneyland Tencennial episode of The Wonderful World of Color. Other detail of the three words on the right-hand side of the window, bizarre, whimsical, and weird, references his work in the Adventureland Bazaar, his whimsical art which made Small World and other fantasy light attractions what they are today, and finally, weird for his plans for the Museum of the Weird, which would have been its own attraction next to or with the Haunted Mansion. Raleigh passed away this year, 2023, on March 12th, 
just 13 days after his 93rd birthday. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has the direction signpost at Big Thunder Mountain in Disneyland, with arrows pointing to Rainbow Ridge, Spiral Butte, Coyote Canyon, Busted Flats, Dinosaur Gap, and Nevermind. It's postmarked May 10th, 2023, with an Oakland cancel and four forever postage stamps. The Cat Love Stamp from 2023, the Dog Love Stamp from 2023, the Elephant Stamp from 2022, and the Girl Elf with Car Stamp from 2022. It's got numbers 5745, 5746, 5714, and 5724, respectively. It reads, Dear Clocky, Yeehaw, I'm sending this from my house. The best ride so far has been, hmm, taking a walk? And the weather has been great. The crowd level is empty, so that's typical, lol. Thank you kindly for being the creator of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Well, I best be getting on. Take care, Shannon. Thank you so much for helping me out at the parks. XOXO. Thank you so much for the postcard and the goodie, Shannon. I was at the park earlier this month, and Shannon, from Going To Guides, had a question which could only be answered if a person was physically at the park. That question led to about three more questions and tasks, but I'm always willing to help a friend with park-related questions. Plus, I got to know the answers and explored parts of the park I wouldn't normally have visited. For instance, I grabbed some quarters and talked to Shrunken Ned for a bit, and took photos of a lot of trash cans. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a 5-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sent from Disneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sent from Disneyland or on Twitter at sent from Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sent from Disneyland PO box 44 hood, California 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States postal service or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 